the thing that I would say to the young kings is to dream again. As nobody else, this is your dream. Write it down. Make it plain so that those who can see it like yourself can run with it. Hey, family, I'm Leon Guidry. Welcome to the Brother Be Well podcast. Our conversations focus on mental health and wellness. Our intent is to provide a safe space for boys and men of color to reduce disparities, remove stigma, heal trauma, and to end prolonged suffering. Listen up, y'all. Can any of you recall uh, a traumatic event in your life to where you felt or you felt like uh, hopeless, like the trauma was going to take over and then you recover from that? And then how does the resilience through getting through that trauma show up in your present life? Um, you know, I can speak of something about that that happened to me uh, last year. And uh, I was taking, I was preparing for a test. I've been preparing for a test, test for a long time. Basically, it was for uh, uh, a license, for my pilot license. And um, going in, you know, you got the go in early so you could fly the plane and then I forgot my materials, forgot all kind of stuff. And fear just came over me completely in the sense that these different thoughts that said, you're not supposed to be guys like you don't do this. You're going to die. These kind of messages still come and it's like, well, even after all of this training, those thoughts and those things still come because they're in the psyche. But the thing that had encouraged me to go on is my spirituality. And so it was like the peace of God just came in. And I'm not going to say the peace in the sense of kumbaya and that kind of thing, but more of a, of a strong where you can, in, 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 in essence, speaking in tongues and pounding on your chest like a warrior, like, I'm strong. I got this. I got you. I got you. You got this. You're going to overcome this fear, but you got to still face it to overcome it. Mm. And so in facing it, there's on the other end of that is the victory. And so it was very scary where the whole, my whole nervous system was felt like it was shutting down and cold sweats and all of that kind of stuff. But the reality is that you're still equipped, just like you were saying, Jay, mm-hmm. that you have to realize and go through that, that walk or that journey of realizing how important, how valuable, how strong, and how much you have on the inside that is untapped. Mm. But when you start tapping, you start to see, man, I really do got this, but I got to go through it, just like you said. That is so crazy powerful again, Dr. Houston. It You reminded me of a time I, I talked about my own um, coming up in a home with an alcoholic father, and he was physically abusive to, to my mother, certainly. Years later, and to the, to the uh, because of the benefit of a great therapist, I stopped over at my folks' house. I'm well into my 30s at that time, and I could hear all of the sounds outside the house. My father yelling, my mother crying. And it took me right back to being nine or 10 years old. So I walked in and I found myself shutting down instead of confronting him as a grown man would have done. I, I relapsed for a second into little Michael P. Cone. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it 
was a moment where I said, wait, when I was nine or 10, I didn't stand a chance. I stand more than a chance right now. And I will never forget saying to him, but my, you, you talked about that, that adrenaline rush. My heart was racing. But I remember saying to my father, you have terrorized this family for the last time. This ends today. Mm-hmm. And that was in many ways. That was the moment I grew up because before that, I had I had been that little kid again. And every time he would raise his voice, we'd all shrink, you know. But there was something about this moment. I remember seeing my mother crying, and it just reminded me she was she was 20, 30 years older, but it was the same picture I'd seen before. But there was a moment where I said, I can address this now. This is this is not gonna go down the way it used to go down. And then I go to sleep and you send me to school and say, okay, be quiet, don't tell anybody about it. And I remember telling him, we're done, this is done, this is done. Wow, Mike, that's wow. that's powerful, man. It because was, you're standing up. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was crazy. My my youngest sister was there. She rushed out because she was just hysterical. She rushed out, and I checked him, and then my father goes down the hallway. And my mother said, Okay, Michael, be quiet. I didn't know what was going on. My father walked back down with a 38. The same 38 that he used to threaten my mother with. And he walks down the hall with his 38 and he gazes at me. And I looked at him and said, so that's your answer to this dispute. You're going to shoot and kill the father of your grandchildren. And I just checked him. And he Uh, was sitting down with his little gun. And I shook my head. I said, Mom, are you okay? She said, yeah. I got my car, stopped at my sister's house to check on her. Halfway home, all of the reality is that hit me. And I had to pull over the side of the car to the side of the road. I, suddenly what could have happened occurred to me. But in that moment, man, I was just like, this is done. My youngest sister isn't crying another tear. And my mother's not crying another tear. And this is over. Wow. Amen. Wow. It, was, it was tight. It was tight. <laughs> Didn't mean to go there, group. No. Didn't mean to take it there. But when you when you talked about that adrenaline rush, Doctor Houston, it reminded me of that day. That's real. That's 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 powerful. That's perfect example. Yeah, but it's real. Um, I'm wondering if we can take a moment and just impart a little wisdom to I call them the youngins. Uh, Christine Smith calls them the young lions. We got a lot of terms, young kings out there in the community. What wisdom can we impart to them? Um, about their own mental health, and in particular, taking personal responsibility for their own prevention and their own um, intervention, being advocates for themselves. What advice can we give young people about that? You know, can I just jump in? Because that's that's a stickler for me. Yeah. The thing that I would say to the young kings is to dream again. Mm. It's, It's nobody else. This is your dream. And if you can have it your life the way that you want it to be. Write it down. Make it plain so that those who can see it like yourself can run with it. But it's your dream. And when you start minding to your dream, all the other stuff outside of that really doesn't matter. Mm. Wow. Powerful. Yeah. Uh, other thoughts. Other thoughts. About I could that. jump in there. I could jump in there really quick. Uh, just on personal responsibility is what uh, really stood out to me. And I feel like uh, the definition of a man is responsibility. 
you know, uh, being responsible for his family, being a responsible community member, uh, being a responsible leader, being a responsible person and uh, treating others and giving them uh, responsibility as well. But I would also the, the piece of advice I would give is to always try to seek out some kind of adversity because adversity is what introduces a man to himself. Um, it, it, it's not all uh, easy. You know, life isn't always easy and, 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 and you don't know who you are when things are going well you find out who you are when things aren't going so well and you know most of us have experienced things that haven't worked so well for us and who were we in those moments you know we did we fold did we run did we hide did we get scared um or did we face it fearlessly and did we overcome and achieve and and become something more become uh anything something that's limitless and and just knowing that, just giving them their own personal responsibility, reminding them that it is your responsibility to take the help that you're asking for and to go make something of it. Make something of yourself. I just want to follow up with what Justin said. That, those are a lot of good words. But to your point earlier, I would actually tell them, like you said, your vulnerability, your vulnerability is your superpower. Mm. And so it's important to like know that you don't always have to be strong. You don't have to be the man of the house. It's okay to be the age that you are. And like the doctor said that you can dream. Don't let anybody push you to be what you're not ready for. The world is your oyster, but it's okay for you to be vulnerable. And it's okay to get the help that you need to make it through. You don't have to feel like you have to suffer in silence. So that would be one of the biggest advice I would give to our young lions, as well as let them know that there's a whole world that's ready to embrace them, love on them, and give them the help they need. Thank you. That's a beautiful words. Yeah. Yeah. Harry, do you have anything to add? Um, um, and, and, and with regard, guys, I'm just kind of just assessing things, you know, just filling it out. Um, um and, and what regards? Um go ahead, Mike. Um, you advice read? advice to young people about how they can start to become their own advocates, their own very self-aware of their needs and and being their own advocates in terms of seeking uh healing about healing with regard to mental health issues. Yeah, I think uh, well, that, 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 that boils down into, into just training them, right? Doing youth development programs and, and training these kids why it's important to to, to learn about social justice, uh, right? Um, uh, to understand the history. Uh, now that we got ethnic studies approved, uh, you know, now we could tell them the history from our perspective, from our struggle, so that they can be proud in their culture and, and the roots of their ancestors and not forget the struggles of their ancestors so they can continue becoming, you know, advocates and, 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 and pursuing different careers like becoming attorneys or, or be, uh, becoming elected officials or, or, you know, being involved and empowered in, in the way that they, are, are called to do this work, right? And and really investing time in them to to uplift them by, by by addressing the traumas, addressing the emotions that are suppressed, by allowing them to relate with other youth like them who who have been impacted, and also by having impacted people, right? Impacted people that come from the background that they're stuck in, you know, is is, is has a has a has has a impact for some reason, you know what I mean? Because just 
it's just you know it resonates more with folks sometimes right with, with these young folks that are caught up in these lifestyles and so uh, a, a lot of investment in youth and also doing assessments and doing research on on uh, you know some other needs and, and the common denominators and what are the problems and why are we not meeting these needs and what do we need to do to organize that resources are allocated to meet these needs to prevent uh, the, the the outcomes that they've been um, having for so long right sure. and increase sure. the outcome that they can have at the universities that they don't have at this time Mm. Perfect. So just invest, investment in youth on, on all, all, all four fronts in general. Couldn't agree with you more. Couldn't agree with you more, Henry. Um, and that brings us to this next, our next focus. You know, let's focus on uh, five specific strategies uh, of wellness that these that these boys could adopt for themselves. Um, if we could give out maybe one or two strategies, uh, what would be the top five strategies for young men? And to help them achieve better health outcomes. The first one could be controlling your emotions, right? Especially anger and the, and the, and the urge to, to project violence based on triggers of trauma that, that may get it, um, you know, triggered. Mm. Incredible. Find a healthy outlet for that anger because anger is an, is an, an, inevitable emotion that we all go through and you're going to experience it. That's the way the world is built and it's part of being a human. But if you find a healthy outlet, you know, put it into sports, um, put it into writing a journal, um, also finding a mentor that you can talk to and that can guide you, that will propel you a long way throughout life. Uh. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I was going to add that um, I think finding a buddy that you can compete against in a in a constructive way, so that you're competing you're competing against each other for success. Um, we're men are very competitive, so if I, if I can compete against my buddy, he's being successful. So, man, I'm going to outdo you mm-hmm. in my success. Mm-hmm. And then let's come back and we can talk and we build that empire. We build that friendship along that journey. Wow. Justin and I are embroiled in that right now, Dr. Houston, because I'm going to let him tell you at one point about his cold water plunges. Oh, yeah. And I haven't recovered yet from from how I'm so competitive. I can't wait to, to start to challenge him on that. So I hear exactly what you're saying there. Our, our final question of the night, and I really appreciate everybody's time and, and, and attention here. Um, I'm wondering if we've got advice for parents. I, I've got two adult children now, and I know there are a lot of parents that are going to be going to be coming to the Brother Be Well platform looking for advice with regard to how to help their own children, um, as well as other youth, not, not just parents, caregivers, you know, anyone that's kind of taken on the charge of, of helping a young person. Where can parents and guardians uh, turn to for culture specific supports for their boys and young men of color. In addition to Brother Be Well, again, are there other um, resources that you're you're familiar with that are specifically targeted for youth uh, or uh, youth of color? Well, well, I think that there's a um, there, there's a professional group, and I'll just use that uh, African American mental health providers. So when it comes to actually getting professional help from clinicians and so on and so forth. There is a directory that the youth can go to. Um, um, As far as the schools, there are people of color that are counselors that the kids can go to. 
Um, and, and well, and then there are other programs within the community. And typically the kids know that, um, but it's just, again, it has to be what's cool. What, you know, what, uh, uh, what, what, what is popular and because they have to develop that rapport and that trust. Cause if I don't trust you, you can, you can have the best program, mm. but if I don't trust you and it ain't, I don't feel safe, then your program is just that a program. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a great point. That's a great point. I think I would add centers in there. Um, you know, your, your local youth center, um, that should have, you know, staff resources, um, handouts, uh, whatnot. I would tell the parents to kind of look that way, but, um, yeah. I appreciate it. I think also going through the church, because that's a community that we all embrace easily and trust. Mm. So I think they would also be able to guide you in the right direction as well. Mm. And then online resources. I mean, mm. there's blogs, there, you know, there are websites that are created that you could try to garner what you need, but you also need someone to help you know what's correct and what's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can I just add one, one more thing to that? Um, because just speaking about what Esther just said, like our, I have a men's group that's called Kingdom Men, and it's affiliated with the church, but it's not. You have men who are in the church, and then you have men who are not in the church. Um, but but I but I want to address one aspect that you had talked about the parents, as far as advice for the parents, um, and it, it's unpopular, but you have to let the boys embrace struggle. Let the boys embrace struggle. Don't let them get off easy because life isn't going to do that. Be there to guide them, but let them fall and find a way to pick them. Let them find their way to to pick themselves back up because now that's their greatest reward. They have a victory over something that was difficult and that they overcame it. And that starts to the process as far as a foundation for their success. Mm. So powerful. I struggle with that. You know, like I said, I'm a, I'm a parent raising a young boy and I struggle with that knowing that their counterparts don't have that same struggle and they don't have to, like their parents don't have to make that decision like we do. So drawing that line is very fine for me and for sure something that I'll continually have to struggle with, I think. <laughs> struggle on both sides, I hear. <laughs> well, you got, well, you got a group of men right here, Esther. I mean, so, you know, <laughs> you know, we, we, we can always, you know, bring them under the wing and say, hey, you know, this mm-hmm. is part of the group. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Dr. Houston, if, if you weren't already a part of the Brother Be Well team, I'd recruit you to be a part of the Brother Be Well team. That was a great, <laughs> that was a great uh, wrap a up. A great plaque. Our whole time together. Um, can't thank, I can't thank you enough. We're, 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 we've reached the end of this, this conversation. I'm already looking forward to the one, the next one. But um, want to really thank everybody for your contributions. Uh, Dr. Michael Houston, uh, clinical advisor to Brother Be Well. Uh, Justin Martinez, youth advocate and content contributor. Um, Esther Marithi, uh, registered nurse and member of Capital City Black Nurses Association. 
and Henry Ortiz, trauma healing advocate and trainer. Thanks to all of you for your contributions today. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you, Michael. Thank you, Mike. And I want to also encourage you, if you've been checking uh, this video out and if you've seen or heard anything that you're interested in, uh, go to mentalhealthca.org. You can check out more videos, their tips and, and information for you. You can even subscribe to our free magazine. So do that right at mentalhealthca.org. Uh, again, I'm Michael P. Coleman, uh, content director for Brother Be Well. And until next time, I want to encourage you to take care of yourself and take care of somebody else. Bye-bye. This has been the Brother Be Well podcast. I'm Leon Guidry. Shout out to our sponsors, Sutter Health and the Sacramento County Division of Behavioral Health Services through the voter approved Proposition 63 Mental Health Services Act. And don't forget our goals to reduce disparities, remove stigma, heal trauma, and to end prolonged suffering. If you have feedback on today's episode, tweet us at Brother Be Well or email info at brotherbewell.com. Click the subscribe button right now and plan to join us next time. Until then, be well, brothers.